Well, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjour. And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's up? <sighs> Man, we just did a lot of like pre-talk onto this. Well, and that, you know, it's well, I mean, we're talk done, about right? Overwatch. Let's yeah, that go. was it. That was it. Wrap, wrap it up. Overwatch in. Part 2. Mm-hmm. A weekend. Mogan now has her thoughts. So, yeah. you know, we're just good. All right. Thanks, Look everybody. Look at Mogan's notebook here. Wow. This is new. Damn. Like three full pages. I just planned poorly and didn't put them all on the same page. Is, mm-hmm. Now, do you have a moment with Mogan prepared as well? Sweet. Wow. We got to remember this when we get to organized. it. I labeled it. We got to remember when we get to it to leave a little bit of a pause before you start so we can fit yeah. in your okay. awesome theme right. song. You right. Gotta, you got to like lead me into it then because I won't. Uh, we've talked about this. My timing. It's real bad. Yeah. 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 Just like an Overwatch. Yeah. Just like as Are you in still life, reeling in that yeah. uh, Dylan made that? Yes. It's oh, I've listened to it so many times. So I'm really just like, good. this is awesome. If you haven't the heard best. it yet, it's coming up later in this episode when we get to the moment with Mogan. But I mean, we're really going to play it. If you really can't wait, go to our E3 bonus episode and skip to about 42 minutes in you can listen to it right then come back now then come back to the episode and listen to it again when it gets to the moment with mogan yeah now before we get any farther into this into this episode i just would like to remind everyone that if you have any questions comments anything like that you can send us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com or follow us on any of the most of the social medias facebook twitter subscribe to our youtube channel and you can get in contact with us with one of those ways also i would like to bring back to a little bit of attention our patreon page which has been our Poor, neglected stepchild. <laughs> but that's, that's accurate. We have the Patreon set up just as a way for people who like us and would like to support us in what we're trying to do with this podcast, and it gives them the opportunity to do that. Uh, we offer like some perks like early a- access to the episodes. Anyway, patreon.com. Check us out there. If you would like to support us, you have our thanks. If not, that is totally okay. We still love and do this podcast anyway, and we'll continue to bring you great episodes and great content each and every week. Boom. That's a promise. That is a promise. Promise for life. It's the team chat guarantee. <laughs> Jesus, what have we done? We guarantee it. We're gonna be eighty. <laughs> you made a. Pro- we made a promise. Never. We're ever. now on Pokemon Stop Pluto. <laughs> they finally made it. Finally, Pokemon, Pokemon Galaxy Pluto. Andromeda. <laughs> yeah. But you can find our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash/TeamChatPodcast. Now, Breath of the Wild has finally come out. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Finally, it's uh, deathbed. Well, She's playing it. She's like. She's yeah. like over, Put it's the okay. Wii mode in my hand. I can pass. Overrated. <laughs> my review, my final moment. One with out of ten. <laughs> so sad. Mogan's last moments. Zelda did not live up to the You'll hype. have to inscribe it on my tombstone. <laughs> One dash ten. Ridiculousness, ridiculousness. But before we got into it, this the episode and everything, I wanted to bring up that I ha- did. Oh. My wife has been out of town. And I've done some, I did something that I've never done before. I played a game start to finish in less than 24 hours. I've never done that in my life. I've never, I don't know <clears> once, but I, I, well, the game that I played was the Order 1886, which granted I knew was a shorter game going in, which I think is why I was waiting for like this perfect opportunity when I had nothing else going on and I could just play this game all the way through, enjoy it all in once. Cause as I've said before, a common thing with me is that I will start a game and then get distracted by another game. And then not go back to it, and then I've lost like any comprehension of the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did not want that to happen with this game, and so I literally I started playing it nine fifteen p.m. last night. <laughs> Finally decided I needed to call a night and go to sleep at about three mm-hmm. in the morning. Woke up and immediately started playing again for another couple more hours. Knocked that thing out. It was fun, and now I have to say very quickly. That people gave that game shit. They did. They did. So I it only got like a anything 60, about it. Got it. like a sixty didn't on Metacritic, sixty-five on some on another uh, review aggregate. But 
It was fantastic. You liked it. I liked it a lot mm, because make- I think what the problem is is that people went into it thinking that it's going to be you know it's third person shooter action adventure has a very much feel of you know very linear missions like you have a determined path that you have to follow mm-hmm. you know similar with very with sh- shooters and stuff like that you follow the corridor to get to the next area you fight the enemies and go on and I think people had the assumption when it's when they first announced the game and we're talking about the game and all this. But it was going to be very much kind of in the style of like a Gears of War with mm-hmm. the amount of action and you know gameplay that there is to this game. When in reality, that's and this could have been a fault on there on uh, Ready at Dawn's part when they were marketing the game. It is not that. It is pretty much it's a movie. Mm. Oh. Which it because a lot of the stuff there are areas where there are some intense battles and there were some fun shooting the enemies. You got some really cool weapons mm-hmm. like these really scientific. Uh, weapons, which if, if you yeah, don't I, know, I, 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 yeah, I don't know much okay. about the game. So the I game know is set. About the game is set in nineteenth uh, century London, so like Victorian, well, eighteen eighty six. Oh, I was about to say, does it take place in eighteen eighty six? Is it that does. a misnomer? It does. It does. <laughs> and basically, what the premise of the game is is that uh, the Knights of the Round Table are still in existence because through uh, a, with the backstory being that Arthur and his knights were called upon to help. Uh, quell the uprising of half-breeds or lichens, werewolves and stuff when they appeared centuries and centuries mm-hmm. ago. It's a very common problem. Yes. Um, happens, a lot. Yeah, happens, happens a lot. Happens a lot. Yeah. And so, and as a course of this, they discovered this, I guess you could call it a fountain of youth type thing called Blackwater, which allows them to heal wounds and, and it extends their natural life. So even though this is 1886, like Sir Galahad is still alive uh, and like all these and uh, like another one of the characters is, is Marquis de Lafayette, the now, French general from the American Revolution and the French Revolution. Quick question. Can you romance these people? <laughs> no. <laughs> Impo- most pro- important most question. Most important question. Lady, Lady Igraine <laughs> from Arthur is, is alive and she's in it. Components. There are stealth components. <laughs> okay, good. You will actually like, you would like I'm it because in. of the stealth I'm components. In. Unfortunately, I, though, it's a PS4 exclusive. So I've, I mean, I remember, oh. I remember when this game was coming out, there was a lot of advertisements on television for it. Yeah, made really? It. Yeah. Ready I totally missed that. Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, there was. Worse. Yeah, Ready at Dawn was the publisher. Uh, was the developer and publisher, yeah, and, so, and developed by, uh, published by Sony and stuff like that. Yep. But anyway, so now it's 1886. The Knights of the Round Table are now the, the Her Majesty, the Knights of Her Majesty, or I think, or the, yeah, Her Majesty's Knights, something like that. And they, their purpose is still to fight the Lycans and other and half breeds and stuff like that, and just to keep general order throughout the empire. And so that's the backstory. I won't go into the full plot because we this is not the topic of the show. <laughs> but still, I would the. Things that made me love it is that so knowing that I knew it was more of a story of, of a of a cinematic gameplay experience rather than a rough and tumble duke mm-hmm. it out shoot 'em out, and I think knowing that going in made me more receptive to it. But it was a, it was great. It was good. Right. Yeah, like I couldn't put it down. And in, in the the graphics were outstanding. It had a graphics thing. didn't look good. It was letterboxed. Oh, that's, that's a, bars yeah, at the top. Like a it was, it was yeah, like a even in cutscenes, even in gameplay. Yeah. It didn't matter. It was yeah. always it was cool. all that. That's cool. And as a result, and it gets, same thing is like with The Last of Us, no black loading screens. Mm-hmm. Everything oh, seamlessly integrated like from cinematic, nice. which helped. Um, there were never there were some puzzle aspects to it, but mo- a lot of the time, most of the things you had to do were took place in quick time events, like you know, time would slow down. You had to press one button to mm-hmm. activate an action and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just it's. Overall, had it, which voice acting was great, the environments were great, is lighting that was great. One of the games where Jeff Goldblum? 
No. Voiced one of the characters? No, no, no. That is, that is Call of Duty. Oh, okay. Black Ops 3. Okay. Where he yeah, has like a silly mode. mustache. Gold Blues yeah. and Call in the... of Duty. We should have mentioned that for the Hollywood I think we did. I think we did. We talked about it a little bit. I, I, I thought we said Kevin Spacey. Game. I don't remember talking about Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. Which makes me just labbering his name. Jeff Goldblum. I like Jeff Goldblum. I'm not knocking No, I love Jeff Goldblum. He's awesome. But it's just hilarious. I really want him to be like a crazy grandparent for somebody. I'm I'm sure that's that's the the trajectory he's heading towards. Probably. Who knows? Seems like his greatest life role. But to to wrap up. greatest role. To wrap up the side side thing. Yeah, (laughs) jeez. PSA from Jarrett Wilson, host of Team Chat Podcast. Play and give... Or the order eighteen eighty six a shot, it was fantastic. You will love it. I would actually like if you would say, play let it me, because let me yeah, you PS4 you're done with it. Yeah, peons. Can I want to. How dare you, plebs. sir? I want to. I want to <laughs> try to platinum it, but now it's like I got all the things that weren't collectible. I got all you the trophies. You have other things to do. <laughs> yeah, I do. And so, yeah, so no, I want to. I'll let you play it because I want to get your thoughts on it because we'll I, see how long it takes me. Yeah. I am almost certainly not going to finish it in one night. Well, no, that's fine. Especially I don't if it overlaps with a splatfest. I don't expect no that, but but no, I do. I am very curious as to see. What you think of See, it. See, I never really thought of it. When you made comparisons to it and Gears of War, that's not of the very vague impressions of the game I have. I game, always I mean, kind of I meant equated that more it, as gameplay. I always kind of equated in in my head more to almost Dishonored. Oh, just, okay, Dishonored in 1886. I can't even... They have like the same box art, in my opinion. Mm. I even I have no idea what they their box Seattle? art I know, but, <laughs> but that's how similar I see these games as. Dishonored in 1886. So, yeah, it has, a, dishon- it has to... a Dishonored feel, but like okay. gameplay mechanics, as in the cover system and the third-person shooting and all that stuff, that's where I got the Gears of War from. Not all necessarily right, gotcha. like its look and feel. Gears of War. Um, but no, yeah. So well, no. You'll hear Definitely my give it a counter shot. review on <laughs> next week's episode. Oh, yeah, you Logan, get it. Logan, 1886. Boo. <laughs> That's just. <laughs> I mean, a teaser yeah. right some now. Some of the criticism, some of the criticism that they that they threw up <laughs> were valid. There were some story things that were missing and, and stuff like that that kind of that were kind of dropped. But as far as production quality, act, voice acting, the render like face gra- graphics and everything like that, the music is fantastic. Uh, Jason Graves. And Austin Wintory are the oh, did he really? Well, the, Austin Wintory I think only worked on like the main theme with Jason oh, Graves. Oh, close enough. Close is that enough. the Journey guy? Yeah, yes. that's the Journey yeah, guy. Cool. But yeah, so yeah, that's it's, why I care. But it, it's one of those games I finished it and I was like, I have to own everything associated with this game. Wow, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, I bought like a theme for my PS4. Oh, I see. You know, and I want to buy the soundtrack and stuff like that. Soundtrack solid. Soundtrack is very there you solid. Go. So I'll break. listen to that. That is a that is a big selling cool. point for me. Cool, as well. cool, cool. Okay, but now we've had enough side chatter. Sidebars are disbarred. What are we talking about today? We're moving on now to our topic, which is is our favorite multiplayer maps, or three of our favorite multiplayer maps. I'm surprised we have not done this topic before. I know. We've talked about offline multiplayer games. We've kind of graced it, but we've never focused on it. We've never straight up gone in and been like, maps, Mm. what's your favorites? And this, uh, as with a lot of other topics, could be a part one. Because I, I have a, I have a, I, I kind of look at every topic that we have as a part one. I actually struggled to like edit my list. I was like, oh my god, well there's Splatoon, 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 yeah. Splatoon, Splatoon, and Splatoon. I had to. That's kind of what I was like because I was like, I could pick a few from Call of Duty, but I wanted to have some variety. Um, I could do this. Just insert Halo into the Splatoon <laughs> the same way. Yeah, yeah, because those are the games that we've spent the most time in playing multiplayer. Yeah. Totally, totally. So I tried to mix it up. Even my number one is actually kind of obscure. So, so this ranking system doesn't. It, my top three. It's more. Oh, these I don't are just really three maps that. Are, yeah, yeah. Oh, same. But they're they're solid. Like they're no, all. No, I just they had could to pick battle three. for number yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, yo, for sure, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I feel you. 
ever since that hip hop Dylan <laughs> hip hop artist came on, we've all changed. Put, put us all to shame. Yeah, we should just have the mics, you know, here, just yeah. at all times. We can just talk so to the mics. We can pretend so he's here with Just us? a reminder that in you know someone could come in. But this is where I keep my drinks. That's true. That's true. It really we threw many, off my groove last drinks. time. I had nowhere to put nowhere to put my <laughs> nowhere drink. to put the drinks. Hold this. Hold this, this Dylan. Guest host. <laughs> it's like my name's so. Dylan. No, no, no. It's guest host number one. Who would like to kick Start. us off? I can start. You guys are freaking looking at me. I don't care. I'll start. I'll you start. look ready for I'm, once. I'm, I am yeah, actually kind of ready this time. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm trying to mix it up. Not going to talk about Halo yet. Okay. Yet. It's the, the important part. That's going to come in later. <laughs> um, I've talked about this game before when we might have done best offline multiplayer games. No, that couldn't have been it. I don't know when I talked about this game before, but I know I've mentioned it. Is it the snow level? Oh, no, that's Halo. That's Halo. (laughs) Never mind. Surely. And that's the campaign. It's not in the multiplayer. So let's let's get it it right. Don't confuse yourself. It's very complicated. There is a difference. (laughs) Um, And I guess I'll ask you guys, because I don't remember. I don't think you guys have played this game as much. Diddy Kong Racing? When did oh, I, t- I know I talked about we it. We talked about it briefly, or maybe we've talked about it in planning about, ooh, <laughs> which I'm probably going to buy that, actually. Really? Since my birthday next game. week, I'm going to, like, I normally, around my birthday, try to buy, like, one older classic game. Uh-huh. I, think that, I think Diddy Kong Racing is going to be the pick it's this year. It's a good, good nice. game. Yeah, definitely comparable with Mario Kart. Like, they're both, it's good in my eyes. Well, they're because both Diddy Kong Racing was awesome because you could fly a plane. You had the plane and the boat, the yeah, hoverboat. and the, the hover carts and stuff like that. Yep. It was awesome. And bosses. So you had I don't to, remember you had bosses. To, you had to race against giant squid, a giant pig at the end, uh, a pterodactyl. Was that, that sounds music? familiar? The pterodactyl. <laughs> I think that was just thinking music. I don't oh, think yeah. it was actually like that. I wasn't sure if he was like doing boss music. But it's like Diddy Kong Racing is one that. No, I agree. Diddy Kong Racing. I played it a ton as a kid, but it's. But I literally don't think I've touched it since I was maybe eight. There was an elephant man, an Indian. You know, very kind of. Crudely stereotyped Indian elephant that comes oh, and helps you. Like, I How remember are you that. Doing? You're like, oh, just funny at the time, but you're like, oh wow, it's real. That's that's no, not you cool back anymore. And you're like, oh, <laughs> well, it's cool. It's cool to me. I think it's great. But also, most people are like, right. Also, shout out real quick to I know now when you hear this is a few days old, but yesterday I believe was the 20th birthday of the N64. Just quick I shout out to that. the console. Oh, I, I can't that. believe I missed since it. We're talking, since That's we're talking about Diddy Kong Racing. That's why I brought this up, actually. Yeah. 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 I forgot sorry to, steal, to mention sorry that. Sorry to your thunder there. Oops. <laughs> no, I totally forgot. But no, happy I did birthday, that. N64. That's cool. That's, it's one of the best systems of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, you did all the racing, and you could do multiplayer racing like uh, Mario Kart could. But as also with Mario Kart, remember in Mario Kart you could also do... The balloon battles, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like more of a battle royale. I'm actually going to touch on those in a little bit. Oh, there you go. So you had the turtles, and you, know, you kind of try to pop three balloons on your yeah. enemies' backs, and then you know you turn into a bomb, which is really great. But in <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing, they had things of that nature. But the one that I remember that I, whenever I think about multiplayer maps or like modes, for some reason this always sticks in my head. So I feel like I had to bring it into the to list somehow. And it's Fire Mountain. I don't know if you guys. I so don't you rem- played I don't Diddy remember Kong. the game. I have enough not played to, Diddy Kong Racing. So one of the, like fill Jared our heads said, with a visual image, please. What, yeah. Okay, what Jared said is true. You had boats and planes. This was plane only map. Every character had a plane. I think there was four or five of you that would start, and maybe like four players and like a computer at most, right? Yeah. And um, you would start in a pterodactyl's nest, <laughs> and it was an empty nest, and you had a plane there. 
and you would fly around a circular map or like an octagon. It's just a big circle, and there was a big dinosaur in the middle, like a brontosaurus, right? The ones with the long necks and the. the I believe yep. those are yep. called long necks. Those are those are long neckies. <laughs> little foots. Little foots. Little foots. Those are little foots. Those are big little foots. And you, what you do in this is, and I think it's so interesting and creative and original is there is eggs in the middle of the map that you have to swoop down and grab with the bottom of your plane and take back up to your nest. And the first one to capture three Man, eggs I don't remember that at all. So wins. it was almost like semi-capture the flag? Yeah, in a weird, But racing? Yeah. But Ooh, that also, sounds cool. That's yeah. cool. It's, like a, it's now, really interesting Now, are there different mix. colored eggs? Like, nope. are you going for specific ones, or is it just free-for-all whoever free gets for the all most eggs. eggs? There's like ten eggs free in the for middle. Eggs. And you got to go down and get three. Now, the kicker and the twist is you can steal from other people's nests. Ooh, I so want to steal. So it's constant... You have to adjust your strategy constantly. You have to go to someone else's nice. nest. Someone stole two eggs from your nest, so you got to go to their nest and get theirs. All this was included with power weapons, missiles. Um, I don't even know what other weapons there were for planes besides the missiles. That's <laughs> yeah. not makes sense to me. Just regular bullets. Pew, 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 pew. I don't know. It seems too violent for Diddy Kong racing. Just unloading I don't know. Did you ever play, did you ever play uh, Donkey Kong 64 in the Battle of Donkey Kong 64? I, did, I actually I have not. Mm. The, you could uh, – you would have different – each character would have their certain style of gun and I cannot remember – oh, Diddy. He had like a dual like – Log pistols that would oh, shoot peanuts right. out, and you could just you're like right. unload on your foes. <laughs> That's kind of so, cute. You know, you could you throw, know. Like, it's peanuts. It's They're peanuts. made of logs. Fruit it's grenades different. And fruit <laughs> like that, so. it's, taste this. Fight but, scurvy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So fire mine. I don't. Whenever I think of multiplayer, I think of that because what an interesting way to do it. I think it, you, that it, sounds it, really cool. Really, I think it's really easy for a racing game like that. Did you like? Hey, you can race with each other, friends. Like, have fun. Go knock yourself out. But no, they really incorporated a new interesting design element that I have not seen replicated in a, quite the same way that Diddy Kong Racing did. Yeah. And that game, I think, you know, I'd make the argument, it's really kind of, it felt ahead of its time with the three different modes of transportation that you could do. Especially in lieu of Mario Kart being out. It felt like a real upgrade that I think Mario Kart has stood the test of time a lot better. Did Diddy Kong Racing predate Mario Kart? That's actually, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making stuff up. Oh. I don't think so. I think Mario Kart huh. then Diddy Kong. I, I was about to say, I feel yeah, like it I, would be I, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart and certainly the first, first Mario Kart yeah. on the SNES came, yeah. was way before Diddy Kong. Right? There was a Mario Kart before... 64, Stop. absolutely. Please don't look at me. There was. You guys didn't know that? There was hey, Mario Kart 64 was not the first Mario Kart. There's I think I've seen a... Sc- you know what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's coming like to me now. Super Nintendo. Yep. Yeah. I remember yeah. it now. Very flat. Like, I never played it, but I, I should know obviously this. I'm 2D. Sorry. Obviously a 2D right. track and all that yeah, stuff. That's totally. right. I remember seeing pictures of it now. Yeah. Like once or twice, but I have not played it. But you can. I hope I give you a good image. You're in like a volcano too, I believe. There's there's red everywhere, if I remember correctly. Now, Lava. so since you can fly around and stuff, is yeah. the area fairly contained? Like it I, is. I guess they're it like is. invisible but you do borders. Have a, it, no, I think I, I, if I remember correctly, either you're in a volcano and there's a top that you can't fly out of, oh, or it's fully okay. encapsulated. That's probably oh, okay. what. Okay. Okay. I feel like it's a volcano. It's fire mountain. So it's, it's got to be some sort of heat there. It's right? constrained enough that could you fly around and potentially never get hit by other people, no. or is it no, you're gonna run into people. You're totally gonna run into people. I think you could do tricks. You know, you might you can be probably able, be like flips and stuff. You can like do that. little twirlies Fun. and stuff. But yeah, I'll have I to just, buy it and then we'll all have to play it so we can remember. It's just an interesting take on the multiplayer component, which I had not seen before, except with Mario Kart, which I thought also did actually a really interesting. Yeah, thing. Mario Kart's great. Yeah, which if. Go ahead. Were you done? Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to catch you off. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're going to cruise through right into this. All right. So mine was you bringing up battle. One of mine. It's our mouse in here. Excuse me. That was Fender. <laughs> Fender. 
I swear. <laughs> you hiccuping little dog, you. <laughs> Mine is, since you brought up Mario Kart yes. Battle, that's where one of my maps comes from. And uh, I don't... I would love to guess it. So let me guess it before you say yeah, it, but go, I go, go. Guess okay. Well, I mean, I, this is when I was going to say what it was, <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> Block Fort. Yes. I knew oh, it, Mogan. Is I that didn't yours? Get, no, nope. I didn't get Mogan to. Lost. I just didn't get. I didn't get to guess. What, no. were, what were you going to guess? I was definitely going to guess that. <laughs> and now, yeah. I don't like, even remember the other ones very well. Well, there's the one that's like the donut. That's just like a big circular. It's in outer space. No, it's no. That's skyscraper. Oh, uh, that yeah. it's just. It that's has like a sky. hole in the middle, yeah. and you can I go off the that edges. One. That one's that really. One. Hard. I love the ones where you can go off. The and edges. then because uh, <laughs> you're like Lucio, and you can blast them off. The donut one just has like a lava pit in the middle, so fire mountain stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. And but and then there's the other one that's like. The multi-leveled, the, the multi-leveled one. That one was oh, fun. With the green, with the green, it'd be like floor. green, red, and pink uh-huh. floors and stuff like that. We used to, do and it. that one's fun. Mm-hmm. But block fort by far. Block, you just symmetrical. Even though I know the circle ones are symmetrical, but just <laughs> I don't know symmetrical. It's just it's spaced out enough. Well, and the thing about the block fort, the thing about block fort that made it so memorable and just a very difficult one is that the more the longer the game goes on, and the more like green shells and red mm-hmm. shells get oh, thrown down into the chaos. bottom, it just if you fall down into the bottom, it's basically a death sentence. It is, and you're running and you're just driving around as fast as you can, trying to avoid anything and everything yep. because everything is coming at you. From every possible angle, it's like you're in shark-infested water, and Pretty Mario's much. on top of the bridge, like looking at you. Yeah, just laughing. Yeah, <laughs> a maniacal laugh. Yeah, and Won't as you're driving around, else. as you're trying to be like Bowser or Donkey Kong, driving around. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> I can't go fast. <laughs> we used to. Eliminated. I remember we used to uh, get on top of the blocks there. All four of us, we'd get like four people playing. We everyone get uh, green shells, or try your best to get green shells and shoot as many as possible down there and then we'd all go down and fight and <laughs> green shells would be everywhere. oh yeah all over the place i love that kind of chaos yeah it's, oh, no, you know. and that's what made it so great mm-hmm. now granted i will say and as it's been brought up before my skills in mario kart battle are way below subpar you're bad i'm terrible so I'm, if you if I play you in battle, I'm most likely like don't even count me as a threat. I'm probably not going to do that well. It's <laughs> Jerry. I'll drive past. As, I, as, as Sam recounted in in a pre, in that past episode, she was on on our 21st episode she, that she beat me soundly like 12 to zero. No in battle. 12 to zero. It was it was was it block bad. fort over and over. Another thing. It, no, it was sorry. like a mixture. It was like donut block fort. The other yeah, one. Yeah, block stuff. fort. But, the color you know. combination. That's like the red, green, blue, yellow, or something like that. You know, it's, it's, it stands out. It's yeah. the one that is the most memorable for me as well. Oh I yeah, mean, that's why I said it. it definitely is. does. And and I, th- I I honestly think it's because because it was it was a difficult one to go because there are a lot of tight corners and especially if you're trying to go around on all the bridges up at the top. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. It's like that is hard, especially while you're trying to go fast, hit other people, and stuff like that. Trying to maintain, I mean, for me anyway, this is all coming from my experience. I'm sure other people fly around and have no problem other whatsoever. People are like, God, what's Jared talking yeah, about? Everyone else is like, no, this, that's a very easy map, actually. And that's level I'm, one. I try to drive across the bridge and I'm falling all over the place. <laughs> I only fall when I'm trying to like turn onto the bridge while going full speed. No, I normally going... have to like do the three point turn, like when you're turning around. Oh, God. You're like, I got to like reverse this in Mario. Beep. I had the one guy that Beep. Mario Kart reversed. Beep. <laughs> but no, but I think it's pu- it's purely because of the mass chaos that would be included. It is in that. nothing goes away. There's no hole. There's yeah. no out out of bounds. Everything is contained in that one area. So yeah, it makes it like a lot of fun. And I love you probably know this a lot because you lose all your balloons. Yeah, I lose turn, a lot when you turn to the bomb. And oh, that's the best. And you go chase people as the bomb. Again, that still gives me no advantage because I still can't even hit them right, as the bomb. Right, but you're just you're just like it's I, don't, that, I don't care who I, I hit. That you know, one it's that your agenda is just chaos. open. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. So no, yeah, I think that one. I mean, 
that's pretty much all I have to say about that. But, you know, it's just like, it's, that's all I These have to say the, about the first that. Couple, I'm, I'm doing, the first couple ones are simple. I no, mean, at least, or maybe Mogan's will be Well, because these two, these two at least are blast from the past. They are. They're just kind of memories. They're vintage. My, my other two are more, I'll, I'll go more in depth then. Oh, yeah. I actually kind of got lucky because we sort of already covered my tentative number four. Because I had like a list. I believe the list cuts off. Yeah, at see, three. I had I had four <laughs> written I on here, and like my number three was undecided, but we kind of already covered it. It was it would have been King's Row from Overwatch. Oh, okay. So just you so really the, you so you that's yeah. Out, so that means that's your favorite Overwatch. No, that's map. one of my favorites from Overwatch because a the hybrids are always my favorite. I love to do the assault first and then escort the payload. Okay, so you like, like the when it's just path. escort, just assault, just defend. I'm like, boo, mm-hmm. boring. What yeah, are we doing? Yeah, right. I love having the two parts that yeah. you have to do, and presumably you actually succeed in part one and get to move on to part two. But there's does always, that not happen very much? For I you? mean, sometimes <laughs> you just are you the weakling occasionally. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. They're like, "Where's our Lucio?" And I'm like, "Hiding <laughs> over here behind this wall." <laughs> Maybe you guys would defend me. That'd be great. I'm practicing my uh, wall writing skills and just going all over these guys or <laughs> on some of the other maps I'm jet set radio, i will admit i sometimes get lost and will wind up like in a room and i'm like how do i get out of here the library and, and they're like where's our support and i'm like i'm really sorry guys so i'm coming sorry. i'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> and they're we're all like dead. at the payload like five meters from the finish line and i'm like I'm really sorry so for, the, so for the people listening who aren't familiar with overwatch or aren't pl- maybe aren't playing it yet so what's kind of like the layout slash look of king's row so king's row starts as like very it's based off of King's Cross London. Mm-hmm. So it already starts out with having like a pretty unique look. You look like you're in um, an old-timey English city. Mm-hmm. You know, there's brick buildings, cobblestone streets, all this good stuff. There's the red phone booths, mm-hmm. I think, that are sitting around. Yep. And you're like, well, this is interesting. So that's during phase one, which is assault. And there's like all kinds of little back roads and stuff that you can use to snake around and flank the mm-hmm. enemy. I never have the presence of mind to use those. I'm right like, yeah, I'll go straight through the front <laughs> gates. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, this is going to work out really good <laughs> and i die often but um it's always fun but then it also has the touch of being set in the future see I it also has so that's like part two yeah so the clock yeah, is like yeah, really yeah, right? you know, there's a levitating about. statue maybe yeah you know, so the statue is actually things. made to be for that um Zenyatta? the the monk no, no, who the one who got the yeah the one short. who got killed oh, in the short oh you're right yeah the one who got murdered so that's actually where it takes place so it's also like when you're widowmaker she's always like this is where i got my finest kill yeah and it's like Widowmaker, oh, why you gotta be so lame, God? Yeah, we picked Widowmaker. <laughs> well, we have three Widowmakers. <laughs> so I like being Widowmaker on that I do too. map. I'm not gonna lie. That's like that, I have specific maps that I play with specific characters, and right. the King's Row is my is a Widowmaker map. For I me. actually love fighting against Widowmaker at King's Row because once she's up there, I, I think actually Zach, you were talking about it, where she's <laughs> Bro, up yeah. in the very top and in the window mm-hmm. at and the spawn point for the yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and she's never yeah. paying attention, and I'm Zarya, and I'm like pew with and a missile, and she just blows the smithereens yep. and i'm like this is the best because <laughs> you just you gotta move around man i'm yeah. gonna get you you do when i'm not lucio when i'm when i'm anybody else i'm probably gonna get you payload. yeah well that's what i like about that one too because especially if you're on the defending side and there's those couple of balconies that you can get on yeah mm-hmm. and especially if you're a widowmaker or somebody who can like you can use her zip line to just jump across those to whichever really one awesome. is is appropriate for who you're trying to hit or hide from 
My other is to actually be Farah and to shoot over the walls where people aren't oh, yeah, kind yeah, of expecting yeah. you, and then you just rain justice from yes. above, and it's like, take that, jerks. <laughs> justice rains from, from above. above. Like, and then oh. you take the point, and so then the payload comes out, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're moving now. Here we go. <laughs> Have you ever had a speaking She's of such a, a goody two-shoes. Of a, of a Farah. Wait, That's why I like her. Farah, Farah? I say Farah. It's Farah. Okay. Farah. Far out. I'm sorry. Far out, y'all. Have you ever played against her and then, uh, or against her, and she unleashes her ultimate while on the ground? Yes, Only that's happened to me like a, twice. A sucker that wants to die. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? It's, because it works you're just well. really close. No, it really doesn't. I feel but like yeah, you want. It's to like be a up. last ditch effort kind of yeah. thing. But I, still, I, it's, I've done it before. Just, <laughs> how do I fly? <laughs> because actually, I suck with Farah in the air, but on the ground, my aim is spot on. Mm, yeah. Like in I can air, definitely get. It's you hard because you're trying to hold the hover yeah, button. You're yeah. trying to you know maneuver around a little She's bit. She's a tricky character. She is a tricky character. I'm getting better, but I'm definitely not like good yet like i think i got play of the game once with farah and yeah. i was like god the rest of my team must have blown <laughs> yeah why am i getting <laughs> if i was the one that i got like was a gold there. medal for three kills i'm like what the fuck it's like what happened here guys <laughs> somebody else yeah. dropped the ball usually yeah. that's when a lot kills. of people were like oh we're doing assault i guess we'll all be supporting defense <laughs> yeah, it's right? like are you freaking kidding me <laughs> but so for king's row my actual favorite part of it is just the tra- the visual transition mm. from what appears to be old-timey london to suddenly you're in like this really narrow steel corridor yeah. with yeah. like the red emergency lights and everything's really artificial very and chaotic. Industrial. Yeah. It's very industrial. And that's also when I'm playing defense against the payload. If you can aim it just right or like pin the uh, attackers just right with Zarya, they don't stand a chance. Oh, like sorry, if yeah, you yeah. can pi- if you can position yourself just right in the corner where you can keep that little side room in your mm-hmm. sights and also have the main corridor within your reach, mm-hmm. they're not getting past. Yeah, sorry, I mean you can just hold them and hold them and hold sorry, them, and it's it like tough you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you can't even play. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm the offen- and then I'm the attacking team, and I'm playing against Azari, and I'm like, oh yeah. my god, this is impossible. Like, look, look at her cheating. Yeah, it's oh, so god. cheap. Yeah. She's so lame. So yeah, that was actually what well, we kind of. That was enough talking. Yeah, that was my number three. Have you seen? <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> switched right. it. That was it. King, King's, King's room. Have you three. seen the uh, the play that you can do? Because you know that when you get to the final checkpoint, the destination of the payload mm-hmm. on King's Row, there's the place where you can fall off to the yeah. side. Yeah. Have you seen the move online where people as Farah will come up to that on the? I'm trying to think of the geography of this map in my head. So as defenders or, or attackers? as as attackers. Okay. So you're coming towards gotcha. the the you're approaching the, destination. the payload point. Yeah, and there's you're that on, dip at the on the right side that you can, can fall, fall off of, which I've so, done many a time. Yeah, on Vera purpose. Will I've seen <laughs> it online? You can go to that point where you fall off. You can fall off, get under like the buildings huh. and stuff, and then like use your hover and then boost up again and. And like, do this total like under and you get behind them attack. Yeah, it's just well, everybody's attack- expecting you to come down that corridor to the destination, but you come around to the side where they're thinking, oh, here's this huge hole, right, right, where no one can get to, and then you can be like your Pharaoh, and then you just jump and up you there. Also see that Justice like rains from above, <laughs> and like take out the whole team. And you'll see Pharaoh falling. Good like, oh, idea. Fell off. Yeah, you, know, you don't think not, about it. I saw a move. Um, yeah, this could be the at the pod the episode of where we talk about Overwatch. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on in a second. But, but I'm just saying, I just saw a move of a Roadhog that chained another Roadhog across a gap. And oh, you, I think and I you saw see, this too. And then they fall, 
and the roadhog that fell shot his chain up and took him down with him. And I, I did was like, see Holy that. Holy fuck, that's amazing. That's they were like, awesome. I think the title of the video was like something like Roadhog Balrog from uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I, and Find I didn't expect fools. it. I did not expect it coming. My favorite kills are when you know you're going down, but you're going to take them with totally. you. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing. Yep. Just pure spite. Mm-hmm. Pure spite. Reinhardt taking Like, you're the going with me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So, yeah, King's Row. It's so, King's next Row. map. Okay, number it's two. It's a good map. Right? Yeah. <laughs> number two. What are we on? Number two. Uh, I'm not even going to tease it. It's from Halo. Okay. I just okay. had to put one in there from Halo. Sorry. I'm interested Think. to see if this is, because I'm also doing a Halo map, so I'm interested to oh, see if this is shit. a... Oh, shit. I'm, is I'm it, interested. Okay. Well, I have a backup are Halo. Are 50 Halos? <laughs> I think we'll be right all now. right. I mean, I have a backup Halo map if I mean, you I, take my Halo map. Okay. Let's see if this is the same one. So this one uh, comes from Halo 2. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, God. Didn't say no, no. no. <laughs> comes from Halo 2. Um, this, is, this map... I, I know IGN, for example, did a big ranking of all the Halo maps from one, two, three, four. I don't think they did five, it's but they did all slow the best. day at IGN. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty comprehensive yeah, list. That's a cool list. There's one dude that works at IGN that loves Halo. Yeah. I, don't, I forget his name, but he, he's a big Halo fan. He probably made it. And uh, this made it into the top five. And it should have been, in my opinion, number one. Okay. I think it is the number one Halo map of all time. Okay. The one that took the spot at IGN was Blood Gulch. Okay. And, or coagulation in Halo 2, or I don't even know what it's called. It's called something else in Halo 3. Catchy name. Mm. I like I like coagulation a lot. That's a great name for is a map. That, is that the one that in Halo 3 became Valhalla? Mm, maybe in spirit, but okay. like, no. Okay. I don't know. I think Halo 3 had its own, but I don't know if, I don't know. I might be wrong. Okay. Anyways, mine comes from Halo 2, and the reason I like this map so much, I think the reason why a lot of people like this map, it, it, I don't know how Bungie put this one together exactly, or what their thought process was, but it is a perfect map for Halo when you are doing, I mean, a free-for-all is great, but 4v4 specifically, 2v2 is fine as well, but 4v4 specifically, there is no other map that quite has the complexity and the layers that this map has on set on a fairly small scale. No nook and cranny seems out of place. No bridge seems to be in the wrong spot. Line um, sites are all pretty much where they feel like they need to be, and it's lockout. Oh, that is not the map. That's not the map? Okay. Okay. Which got turned into Blackout in Halo 3, which was a disaster. Halo 2 Blackout. <laughs> Halo 2 Blackout was much better than the Blackout of Halo 3. And uh, it takes place, if I'm in mean, the back lore of it, I'm not probably going to know as well, but I'm pretty sure it is a forerunner object. That is, it's like, it basically, if you want to like get into it, it's like a facility the forerunners use to study the flood. I've seen this. You've seen that? Yeah, I, I recognize it. It's like a famous map from Halo. And this one's from Halo 2? Oh, that's from Halo 2. working for you? Too bad. <laughs> no, I was, looking at, I was looking at another map. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like that Classic one. blue, very blue. You know, it's in the snow. Snow, it's up, snow level, it's I was high. right. You were right. Was it was the snow level. It's very high up in some sort of mountain range. You can see that you are on the Halo facility, mm-hmm. and you're kind of attached to the side of a mountain. The court, like yeah. half the map, seems to just kind of melt into these rocks on the side. Really cool. And if you go down low enough, you'll find. Or no, you don't have to go low enough. There's some in the uh, library, as I call it. But there is a <laughs> there is floods flood species that are enclosed in green tubes. You can tell oh. that there's... like a testing facility. It's like a testing facility. They're, they're clearly... The Forerunner have been doing tests on the flood for a while, I suppose. Can you take a baby one and keep it as your pet? You, you do not want to do that, Morgan. Can you, you do not, romance Yeah, Morgan, you do not want to put all the universe in jeopardy <laughs> Why do you want to like make love that? to that is every character? Why don't you bring it out of the tube? We'll have talk a very to it. giving heart. <laughs> yeah, we can communicate. 
see how it feels. But there is one down low, one of the tubes that's open. And Uh-oh. like you're like, oh, where is it? Oh, you know? God. But that's just like a nice, nice little touch. But it's hard to, I guess, visualize because it, it is this blue stone level with a big, a, the, the biggest space is in the middle. It's like the main platform. On the, and I'm looking at it from what I call the lift. So there's a lift that looks up into that. On the left side, there's a tower that's kind of big, three stories. And each story has enough cover and enough passageways that makes it for... There's exits, there's entrances, there's escape routes that, if you know, are, are very useful. But there's a lot of good tricks on the map that you have to learn, like specific jumps or specific routes that are a little bit more risky, but a lot more rewarding. I think that's actually, now that I'm thinking that that's one of the best components of the map is the risk and the reward factors. Because there's three or four jumps, I think, off the top of my head that you will get a great reward out, but they're is a great amount of risk. And I think that's a great design for multiplayer maps. I and mean, it, that's what makes the game fun. That is. If that you can is, pull off exactly. this cool move and it's going to reward If you're not yourself. sweating exactly. bullets, you're not playing right. Exactly. <laughs> if you're playing safe, no way. But so the left side, this three-story tower on the top is open, but there's, like I, get, like I said before, there's cover. That faces, on the other side, another three-story tower that's much skinnier. But there's a sniper rifle over. That's where the sniper rifle oh. spawns. And that is just, I mean, if you can, there's so many, I think what made it so wonderful for me and my friends it is the one map i think in halo that any decent team can have a strategy on the other maps are more tough they're they're a lot more tricky to figure out what is the best strategy to do this but with this if you have four players on for example that side with the sniper you know one guy's going to be up top with the sniper you know one guy's going to be down below and you know two people are going to be at mid or maybe one on corner just depending on how you want to run the game but you really get a sense of how and I said this before on the other episodes, how Halo or first-person shooters of this caliber can be a game of chess in, like, fast-forward. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's got so many different attacks, defenses, counterattacks that come into play. And Lockout, for this odd reason, which I don't think it's there's one specific, you know, as, I'm, as I'm explaining this, there's not one specific reason why this is the coolest map. It doesn't have, like, some cool ability on the map that makes it really interesting. It's just a fundamentally well-made map yep. it has all the right nooks and crannies and it has all the risk and reward i'm talking about and it has a great design to develop strategy for almost beginners but also to experts both can sort of participate at least i don't call it an illusion because i was really into it and me and my buddies were into it but you can almost even if you're not into it you can get the illusion they're like i'm you know i have a setup and i'm doing strategy here right <laughs> what right you kind of do and i don't know it just it 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 encapsulated what I thought Halo 2 competitive multiplayer was. It is the map that whenever we got, or I, I don't think Halo 2 you could vote for the map, but I think Halo 3 you could have. There was one Halo, I think I maybe Halo remember. 3 can, you can vote, but it was the one map in Halo 2 that nobody complained about. <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, you, everyone, everyone could it. find a little complaint for the other maps, more bigger ones for other, but if you got Lockout, you were like, all right, this is exciting, and something would switch in your head that okay, let's. Everyone remembers the strategy. Yeah, I remember the strategy. The other maps were like, hey, good luck. You know, <laughs> I got your back. If you call them out, I'll try to get them. But everyone's like, I'm going to be here, and you're going to be there. And I'm like, I already knew that. Yeah, <laughs> I played this, this plenty map, of times. I can see this map in my sleep. Right, I could draw it out. And I think in Halo Two Anniversary, which came out with the Master Chief Collection. They remade it. It looks great. And so that also a testament to how great the map is. Halo 2 Anniversary only remade four, six, something, four, five, or six maps for the Anniversary Edition. One of them was Lockout. That was, nice. And, they, and when they talk about it, they're like, that was the no-brainer. 
that was the one obviously we're going to remake. So remake. there you go. You know, it's just there's a lot of people out there that talk about this map that's like that is probably in my opinion the best Halo map. People talk about Blood Gulch or I don't know Midship or Ivory Tower, I don't know. But Lockout is I I think the best map. It just if you look through it, you'd have to look through some pictures of just it's not complicated. It's it's yeah. it's you can you it's know, very simple. It's all it has right a lot there. of open areas except for like those two towers that you're talking. It has about. a lot of open areas because that big yeah. middle courtyard, mm-hmm. like but enough pillars, like odd pillars in the right places where you're you can get out of line of sight. What, what, what? I'm very agitated now. Why? Why? Because I my number two sounds almost just like that, and I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if. Lockout is based on facing worlds from Unreal Tournament. Okay, well, let's move into that. I, we're gonna know, go I know facing worlds. Mm, no, we're gonna, I don't mm, think so. We're facing gonna, worlds mm, is really open, and it's mm, super symmetrical. Lockout's an asymmetrical no, okay, map. Okay, that's true. So facing worlds from Unreal Tournament. Look at this. We, we just messed up the order, and it's great. And it's great. Are yeah. you, is this your number two? Yeah, this oh. is my number two. So yeah, I'm, now, that you, you now that you're talking about Lockout, and now that I'm able to visualize what it is, I'm yeah. like, I Facing worlds is a great map. I, my feathers are all ruffled. <laughs> I'm not happy about this anymore. <laughs> so facing worlds is like among the most iconic mm-hmm. Multiplayer maps ever yeah. of any first-person shooter totally. facing worlds like when you think Unreal Tournament, everybody, including Jared, even if he doesn't know it, is thinking of facing worlds. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Whatever you say, you say on Unreal Tournament. I'm like, yeah, duh, yeah. facing yeah. worlds. Facing not even a question. Literally <laughs> number one. I own everyone. I actually think. Oh, which website did? Somebody did like an op-ed piece that was like, "Why Facing Worlds is the greatest multiplayer wow. map of all time." Wow, I dispute. I dispute. <laughs> it was our thesis. I went to so contest. So you you can do a you can do a, a rebuttal for yes, why Lockout I is will. the greatest, and Unreal Tournament's uh, reasoning will be, "Well, Halo copied us. Obviously, oh, Facing Worlds came first. Lies. Unreal Tournament came first. <laughs> So I will add in this quick note. We will attach pictures to our Facebook yeah, page yeah, yeah, of go. all of these maps. The when viewers you make the, can compare uh, for themselves. When you make the uh, thingy. All right. All right. The, <laughs> you know, the, the wink, cover wink. And then put Facing <laughs> gotcha. Worlds on gotcha. the other side and people be like, oh, look, that's the same map. <gasps> Maybe if you pick Facing Worlds map. and like, you know, put them on like thin pieces of paper and line They're them up. Line it's just like up. this conspiracy theory. <laughs> No, so totally if you're having different. trouble Illuminati. imagining what these all look like in your head, <laughs> we up, will sheeple. supply pictures. Yeah, we will. Wait, I realized, half, I realized, I realized halfway through Jesus. that might be difficult to if you don't know what we're talking about. But. So Facing Worlds uh, is very physically similar to what Zach just described for Lockout. So you are just on this very contained map. It is not big. It is geographically very, very small, and you're actually just kind of on a rock that's floating in space. The earth is below you, Mm -hmm. the moon is behind you, and there's just open space all around you, and you're like, there's no way this meteor has an atmosphere on its own, and we're not wearing helmets, so I'm a little concerned about this. they made that map for... A planet or an Earth, and they're like, you know what? Just put it in the middle. <laughs> just, just, just put it just in, put space. It in space. I don't know. <laughs> We've already got the it's other cool, regions but covered. let's make it a little bit cooler. Just now, stick a lot it in of space. Unreal Tournaments maps in general typically take place in unde- undefined space. Right. You're just in space, floating around, right, having a baller time, mm-hmm. so that you can turn the gravity off yes, and it makes sense. Yes, yes. But in Facing Worlds, you have two towers opposing. It's extremely. It's perfectly symmetrical. Each tower is three stories. And then connecting them in the middle is kind of like each of the towers has their path that starts, and then the path branches off to create kind of like an oval shape. Mm -hmm. And then there's a gap in the middle. So you actually have a double pathway that connects each tower, but the paths actually kind of have like a peak. So they go up, and then they go back down. So it's almost like a bridge, kind of. So the typical key component of 
facing worlds is in the towers. Of course, it's three levels. You have telepads to get from level to level. And snipers are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Literally everyone equips the sniper. You can have three people on each level in each tower doing sniper. And then each team has one guy on the ground that's like, okay, I'm going to try to cross now. You guys are going to take care of me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. They're like, yeah, we got you. And you run out there. Boom, headshot. (laughs) And you're just immediately dead. And then you laugh at his foolhardiness. <laughs> I have played many a match on Facing Worlds that just ended in total stalemates. So the actual uh, mode for Facing Worlds is typically a, uh, capture the flag. Uh-huh. So oh, so if you're, you're trying to move a yes, flag, yes, so each tower. tower contains your flag. <laughs> oh, so <God>. you're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. It's just you with this flag running across totally open space. And when you're actually approaching that hill to cross back over to your side or even across to the enemy side, you can't see what's on the other side. Like until you actually cross that crest, Mm -hmm. you have no idea what's coming. So even if you manage to get past the snipers, there's always a chance that someone else is coming up the other side. They don't know you're there. You don't know they're there. There's so many great moments where you just kind of clash and there's so much unchoreographed <laughs> combat and then just you fall improvise. off the edge with the flag and your team is like, God damn it! Sounds like personal like, really moments sorry. with Logan. Personal moments. <laughs> sorry. That <laughs> you're falling. Uh, my bad. <laughs> the flag just disappears the, well, into What space. you mentioned about stalemates is something that I, I actually Lockout has as well because yeah. it's the two tower you setup. Can, and if you're playing very defensively, yep. you can go for Hours it goes on where and on. nothing happens. Which is there like which, a time? No time limit. No, there's no time limit. Well, in, in Halo, there is a time limit. Well, yeah, Halo, but, there but, is. But, but, but no, in Halo tournament, you could go and go. Yeah, and no go. really make a move. Yeah. Damn. And that's, I think, another testament to what great maps can do is force those really wonderful moments and games out of both teams. Because yeah. I remember in Lockout, you'd be 48-48, and people would just be hiding. People yeah. would just wait, and you'd peek out, and like a sniper shot would go right by your ear, and you'd be like, yep, they still have the sniper. Yeah, you know, still, everyone just He's still up there. Low. Everybody stay where you are. Yeah, yeah. and then someone's like, now, I'm going to go down middle. The ga- <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice <laughs> yourself for the team. I got a sword. <laughs> because was, you're trying to like make him run out of bullets. Right. Like, you know, that was you know, always me. I was like, don't worry, guys, you got this. <laughs> You're trying to be a hero. Here I am with my pistol. I'm like, pew, pew. (laughs) Who is that fool (laughs) (laughs) trying to cross the open space with nothing? So actually, the big key is if you can get really good at it. I don't actually remember what it was called, but there's that gun, and I'm using air quotes here, that just throws those little discs that are teleporters And you teleport yourself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can teleport Uh your way across the open space. But it's like you don't throw it. And immediately teleport. It's very choppy. Like, it takes oh, so like, like, it still lands. Lands. it kind of takes you, and then you throw another one, and then you kind of go a little bit. So it's right. like pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And so if you get really good at it, there's no way anybody, any of the snipers are going to be able to hit you unless they get lucky. It's a good and way to you're going to make it, and then once you're in their tower and you get their flag, my favorite thing to do is to mess with them and hide in their own tower. Mm. Like to get the flag and don't go back across the open space. And you're like, here I am on the third floor. I'm right behind your sniper who hasn't turned back around yet. This is fantastic. (laughs) And I'll just wait and wait and wait. And then I'll kind of like look out the window and be like, okay, all of their guys are crossing the bridge. They're getting picked off. Now I'll jump out and now I'll go back across. And by that point, because people try to time it. They're like, well, if they took the flag, they're probably this far along now. It's been 30 seconds. I know where they are. But you totally throw off the timing scheme with that and you can be just starting and they're all the way at your base looking for you. Yeah, it's great. And then, of course, the actual game changer is each tower contains a redeemer. 
So the Redeemer oh, is the one that shoots that nuclear strike. Yeah. And so like you can shoot the Redeemer and it's actually kind of slow enough that like the other people, when you're on the receiving end of the Redeemer, you're like, no. <laughs> and don't you like turn to skeletons? Yeah, you yeah. turn into skeletons. There There's was, a mushroom what, cloud. Why was it, awesome. called, was it called the tag gun in Unreal Championship? I think it may have been. I think I remember it being I think it called, may the, have tag been called gun, the tag gun. Then, but yeah, in, comes at least as of Unreal Tournament 2004? Uh-huh. And probably, and I think before that as well, it was called the Redeemer. And so there's no, you, technically, I have seen a handful of people do it. They can shoot the Redeemer's missile, basically, out of the sky. Oh, really? But it's, it's really hard to do. Your aim has to be perfect. And there's just, once the Redeemer's going, there's almost no stopping it. Mm. So, like, Great that weapon. map is so, I've spent so it many is hours. It's iconic, I know. Just like on facing worlds. Like, I need. If I ever build a space dream home, it is going to be a recreation of Facing Worlds. You should very have nice. like that someone, like an artist, do a rendition of that in on a very my, sort of artistic on my baby's wall, so that I raise them to be <laughs> like, that's a the warrior that I yeah. want. <laughs> and I want to see people's reactions that don't play the game. Like, wow, it's really interesting. What a great think. landscape! Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh, like, do you know how much death and destruction? <laughs> Spatial frontier, multi kill. Yeah, that's the title of the multi kill. Godlike. It was a sniper's paradise. That's all you had facing to say. Facing worlds is a That's sniper's dream. <laughs> nice. Oh, God, I love facing worlds. Yeah, so that was my number two. All nice. Right. Nice. So Moving my right number along. two. Better than lockout. Okay. I'm going to say Whoa. it. Okay, she circles, slipped that in there. Circles I, back I around. I couldn't contest. Circles back around to Halo. Coming oh, back to okay. it. Good, good, good. For my number two. See, good thing we took a break. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Too much Halo all at yeah, once. Too just, much Halo. You know, I mean, know. really, any Halo is too much Halo. Damn. Okay. Take it easy. She's been throwing out a lot of these just yeah. like insults and stuff. You've developed a acidic tongue lately. I've had a busy day. I'm all riled up. <laughs> <laughs> but my number two is also from Halo 2. Um, good. And so far, so good. This is the one map that when I would play Halo with my friends over at my friend's house, like we would always just pretty much just pay, play this map on repeat mostly. Um, and it is Beaver Creek. Oh, Beaver <laughs> Creek is great map. Excellent map. Excellent map. It sounds so unassuming. Well, well it like, used it to be like called... like you could go to camp there. It used to be called Battle nice Creek yeah. in Halo 1. So they lightened it up. <laughs> lightened it up a little bit. <laughs> but, it's, but I liked it because, and what made it so fun, is that it was a smaller map. Like, it's not like some of these others that are sprawling. Mm. Like, even if you're sniping zoomed in all the way, you're, the enemy characters <laughs> are still tiny. <laughs> tree. But it's, it had two bases on either side, and each base had, like, an access into it from the roof, access from each side, and mm-hmm. access from the front. And so, and then also, there was, like, a natural rock bridge Which is the over most way up high iconic thing of that map exactly you it's know? definitely it's right in the middle it's the there's landmark the river yeah yeah and, it, yeah and then there's the creek the creek the creek <laughs> of beaver <laughs> yeah as it were creek of all the beavers <laughs> yeah and and it, it but no but it's like i, I want to say it had a sniper rifle in the map two one on each side, right? One on each side. So it's pretty symmetrical for and the And I want to say that at the very top of the rock formation was a rocket launcher. Uh, indeed. And then there's the, the normal typical Halo weapons that you would run into. Uh-huh. Yep. But for such a small space to have sniper rifles and rockets mm-hmm. in there just made for ridiculous yeah. battles. Chaos. But there was strategy involved in that map, too. Definitely. You know, it's, it's symmetrical. There, When you get the sniper, you go up high. Yeah. Pretty much on the same level where the rockets I are. I snipe from the ground level. I bet you do. You <laughs> use Farah from the ground level, too. <laughs> it's, it's where I excel. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay low. Um, but yeah, that's actually yeah, it's a great pick. And the two big, big thing, teleporters in the back. 
Oh, I forgot about there those. There are two teleporters. That's right. In the back of each base. And what do they? Do they take you to the other side? The other side. Yeah. The other That's team's huge. base. They yeah. take you into yeah. the, to the other team. To the it back wasn't of like it. necessarily uh, a capture yeah, the flag. Around and get in the middle, but oh. but you got behind yeah. them essentially. Yeah, you did. So you, there was always because That's there were so fun. many ways because mm-hmm. battles could take place in the base. There was mm-hmm. enough room for like f- some fights to break out in the base. Fights could break out in the creek. Mm-hmm. Fights could break out in the skies above on this rock formation. True, it was like a three layered sort of environment, right? Even though in, in its own small way. And so, especially even playing it, which was what my friends and I would do a lot, would just one on one. Yeah, made. It's still an excellent map it's just due to its size mm-hmm. and and so there was just so much to do creek, in many different ways you could play it and the creek had like some had kind of like formation that you could hide under or something there was a little area yeah you could get under I think that overshield an overshield was in there in Halo 2 maybe switch to invis for Halo 3 but there was something enticing that's the other thing that I guess I, we're not really mentioning as much but weapon placement at least for the Halo maps that was key yeah where, yeah, yeah. where specific I think Halo are. the what of the, of the maps that I have yeah Halo was the only one that had like maps like yeah, guns place that you can pick up. For me too. And so, <laughs> but no, but that is key for those maps too as it well. Is, right. And, and that's going to change the dynamics. And you see in even in Halo 5, they're already moving weapons around and the maps have completely changed. Yeah. Because think about where you rush at the beginning. Like, hey, I'm going to go get the rockets. You know, whether or not they're up top or down low, that's a big difference. Yeah, because you know? that can immediately change. Open. If the person who gets the rockets is good with rockets, like that mm-hmm. can change the tide and set the tide for the tone for True. the battle immediately. And it's the risk and reward factor again. It's going up to get rockets across that rock arch way you are open the entire time you're going oh yeah there's there. no hiding no you and can't. there and of course the halo 2 battle rifle is an iconic weapon in and of oh, itself yes, and, yes. How, and you could get picked off so easily just from that That's even true. if you didn't have a sniper mm-hmm. rifle a lot of professionals knew how to and i tried a couple times this is something i never nailed they could throw a grenade up there oh i've never like, i don't even understand how people fly, do that and they would like they'd throw it from like a back corner and they'd like look at a star in the sky and be like aim it perfectly and it'll ricochet here and then the rockets will just land on their heads. I'm Who like, has that kind of time I, in game me. to get this right? It's like those people that you Crazy see in the videos people. on like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five, where they'll do like some ridiculous jump and they'll sail through yeah. the city and then like go through this tiny hole in one building. Uh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? They got, like their protractors How did on you their screen, that? you know, like adjusting yeah. it. But <laughs> got their graph paper out, <laughs> yeah, like calculations. The nuts. one thing I remember, it was a slightly embarrassing moment for me, is when I was playing Beaver Creek and playing it one on one. I was playing it with my buddy's little brother. Who was a Can't few, lose few to years, a bro. few years younger than me, and we were playing, and it was literally tied twenty four twenty four, going for the final kill, and he had the rockets, but was on the ground, mm. and so I had a battle rifle and was trying to get high above him, mm-hmm. and and everything, and I'm running up the formation, and you know it's not a complete; it has a break, so you have to like jump to get to the other side. Right. There's that brief period. That fool sniped me out of the air with rockets while I was jumping across wow. that rock formation to take the win. That's what you get. And that's, a, that, that <laughs> that's moment, what you deserve. That, it, it, it was. It was a humbling moment for me. On behalf of younger dude. siblings everywhere. Yeah. Take that. But it was, it was I, like, I had to be just like, dude, props. Well I can't, I can't, like, I can't even be mad. <laughs> like, so that was funny. too good. Play good the game. game. Play, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a great game. But no, so, I mean, we've talked about a bunch of the Halo stuff, so, like, and all the other things, but just how well it was balanced, the smallness of the map mm-hmm. made it for the for made for the chaotic atmosphere, yeah. and it was just a fantastic map. It was, yeah, that's, and it's very iconic, too. Two bases, you know, again, it's like it's like a little version of Blood Gulch. Just yeah. two bases. Yep. Yeah, put two bases there, and the rest Some other stuff keep it open. And, yeah. Oh, and it had, like, boulders and stuff in the middle, so it, it wasn't ever, there wasn't, like, a big open no, area. Like the flat. only, like, open area was in the creek, and even then, it was, uh, you know, laterally. Yeah, some cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, if you were in on like one of the creeks and were like hitting people as they would go across the creek, then you would that was like mm-hmm. the only re- huge open shot you would have. Of course, mm-hmm. there were sniping lanes and stuff like that, but like 
on the actual. There was never like this one big, huge open mm-hmm. spot. So yeah, Beaver Creek's great. It had I a lot of them. gameplay possibilities. Yeah. So that's my number two. And before we go to our number ones, it's time for that blessed moment of the show where you can God all bless you almost forgot. Where you can all hear <laughs> good thing I wrote all this forget. stuff down. Our fantastic new theme song composed and performed. Wow. Composed and performed. Just wow. By Dylan Biles. If it's new game debuts or news you can use or new tunes and titles that are adding number twos, it's rumors and gossip and industry info. They make it a new Zelda game. I don't really think so. One more thing before the last word is spoken. Listen up, ears open. It's your moment with Mogan. Thanks, Dylan Biles, for the greatest rap I could ever have imagined. It's fantastic. Makes me very even more happy to do these kinds of segments. So, post E3. We're going into all the news for the rest of forever. Um, Xbox One S is now confirmed. This is going to be basically the on the heels of the PS4 Neo, so it's a mid-console update. They've announced it for an August release this year, I believe. It's going to be 40%, 40% smaller. It does not have a power brick, which is going to be super nice for people who are very concerned with aesthetics like me. I do like hate power bricks. I hate it too. A 2 terabyte hard drive, which is like, I can't even... I can't even take up one terabyte of anything. So that's for... Just wait. You'll fill up your PS4. That's for hardcore I'm having to manage people. my storage now on my yeah. PS4. Well, start deleting crap. All right. It's going to actually include the vertical stand, which is nice because I hate having to buy little add-ons like that. And it's going to come in a super cool white version. So the other big benefit of them having the Xbox One S be official is that now the Xbox One, dirt cheap. You can buy an Xbox One bundle for like no dollars and get like games and extra controllers included. I actually saw uh, Microsoft was selling or somebody was selling a refurbished Xbox One with two games, uh, Rise, Son of Rome and Sunset Boulevard, Sunset Overdrive, not about Boulevard, <laughs> Sunset Overdrive <laughs> for $180. Yeah. So if you were thinking about getting an Xbox One um, and weren't willing to pay too many dollars for it, now's the time before the Xbox One S officially comes out. Most importantly of all, we are now into Steam Summer Sales, that special time of year where you can get upwards of 20 games for like $2. I finally it's bought all of the, the best. remaining map and scenario uh, and civilization packs for Civilization Five, exactly. and now I'm complete. Oh, My I saw that. But Bro Mogan sent me. He was like, "Yo, my birthday's in July. Here's my Steam wish list. Steam summer sales." My and I was in like, July, "Classy." Bro Mogan. <laughs> so, classy. Classy. <laughs> Didn't even say please. What kind of a brother is he? So, just to give people an example, you can get Portal Two, for example, five dollars. Robot, uh, not Robot League, Rocket League, twelve dollars, and the Mass Effect Collection. Whoa. All of them, nine dollars. Nine dollars. <laughs> I keep. I've said on this Steam podcast, it summer is sales. It is in audio yeah. that I will play Mass Effect this if summer. If you would freaking get a you Steam a, account, uh, but I don't think you account. can do it if you're. Well, is it for Mac on Steam? Oh shit! I don't know. Balls. Because I know some Bioware stuff is <laughs> for Mac. It might not be. I don't know. I mean, you can get you can get. Don't isn't it for PC? No, it's for Mac too. I have it. Oh, for Mac. Yeah, you can filter it to just Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Well, depends if they have it. For if it depends it if they have it. Isn't that like heresy? <laughs> Wouldn't people like destroy me on the I, internet yeah, if I say I play Mass Effect on my I, I'm just going to say this. I play games on my Mac. <gasps> and I am proud. I am heresy. proud. <laughs> 
shun the non-believer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that kind of crap aside, upcoming games, <laughs> we've got Star Ocean, Integrity and Faithlessness, June 28th. That's a very popular, uh, neither of you look like you have any recognition of this. It is a very popular JRPG series. So we just got done talking about RPGs. Those of you in the JRPG community, Star Ocean, June 28th. Looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. Batman Return to Arkham, coming out July 26th. This is the remastered collection of both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. It's going to be for PS4 and Xbox One. Cool. And it includes all of the DLC ever released on one disc, presumably. Arkham Asylum was fun. I played it. I mean, it wasn't like standout. <laughs> That's Jared's review. Still, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't think it, it was like a fun. standout game, but it was fun. It had some. It had some fun combat. Didn't it get Game of the Year? Yeah, I think, I it, think did, it did. Yeah. <laughs> It's not my okay, not my kind of game. Okay, we're we can acknowledge that usually people who decide those kinds of things are just wrong. They're just always wrong. Wrong. And then most interesting to me is that game. I think we may have briefly talked about it from E3 Inside from the makers of Limbo. Ooh, which I started playing. You started playing Limbo? Yeah. Oh, Limbo. Limbo. Because it was free on Steam. Ah, Steam Summer Sales. Steam Summer Sale. (laughs) It's great. I picked it it up. I played. I played it for a little bit. It's fun. Yeah, it's so, simple, but it's fun. Very artistic. The makers, it, it gets complicated. Yeah. So it from does. the makers of Limbo, new game inside June 29th. So that's oh, wow. That's up really, really fast. soon. Uh, once again, I miss the hype for these games. They just come out. I mean, now. well, it, this is an indie developer, so it doesn't have near the hype yeah. as like a bigger and I'm AAA. Kinda, from now, <laughs> I'm kind of shit out of luck because it's only, as far as I know, it's only for Xbox One and Microsoft. It was announced <laughs> during <laughs> the Microsoft <laughs> press conference. So go yeah, play you Uncharted. If you <laughs> go play Uncharted again, <laughs> go play it. <laughs> And that's actually all I had. So yay, we're done. Yay, claps. Claps for Mohegan. So Dylan needs to make me an exit song. Yeah, yeah. Two oh, yeah. minutes long. <laughs> complete rap. <laughs> complete <laughs> recap. All right, Dylan, you have your you have your orders. You have your task. You have your task. Go forth. That's how you get back on the podcast again. That's, that's your that's your do. homework. If yeah. you could have that back on my in my desk by the end of the day, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now it's time to wrap this show Woo. up with our number one map, multiplayer map, starting again. Uh, again, with again, Mr. Parks. I'm just saying, this is not, uh, you know. Right, it's not your actual uh, number one. It's not my actual number one. It's the number one in this list on this episode where you're describing fit maps that you really like. I will say, I, I almost just said I spent the most time on this map. Not true, but I have spent a lot more time on this map than more of my favorite multiplayer maps from maybe first-person shooters or... Um, Forest person shooters. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> where else? Where else do you play maps? Um, <laughs> you saying that that like reminded me before we started talking. Like what I had it in my head <laughs> that like we could only pick first person shooter maps, and I was like, I, I just can't think of that many. But then I was just like, oh no, wait, oh wait, all of them. Racing really games are multiplayer. They you know, are Diddy Kong. Like Diddy it's Kong. multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good transition. Mine's a racing game. Number one, and it comes not from one game. Ooh. <gasps> That's a what is head this? Twister. <laughs> this is like when I would pick a series as my one. It's not a. They are not even the same franchise. Two, three, probably four different games have have this map. I'm so confused. And they're now. all probably I'm trying from to guess what franchises. it is. So it's based off a real racing track. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, okay. Wait, That's is cool. This, is this NASCAR? Cool. No, oh, okay. no. Come on. <laughs> God, what if my pick was a NASCAR oval? track? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, no, Indy five hundred. Yeah, Zach's That's thinking a- is very linear. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It is. Um, I don't know the backstory. Maybe it's. I don't think it's a Formula One track. Maybe it is. It's. Uh, and I'm probably gonna butcher the name. I've always called it Nurburgring. 
I'm sorry, what? what? Bless you. Could you could you look this up, please, so I can well, yeah, you, look yeah. at the... Uh, t- type that in exactly how it sounds. What did you say it again? Nurburgring. <laughs> Nurburgring. I'm just making a fool of myself over and over. Like, even more slowly. Like, okay, oh, so he just said it fast. He, did, where, you know, he knew what it? he was talking about. No, Nurburgring. N- that doesn't help me. <laughs> Nur, like N-U-R-B-R-I-N. Oh, Nurburgring. Nurburgring. Okay, it's German. It's, it is German. Okay. Oh, N- and it's oh, Uber. Nurburgringer. Nurburgringer. Happy Leaf There. SpongeBob reference done. <laughs> we got to get back on track. Um, but yeah, it's based off a real track, uh, which is also just as famous in real life as it is in my head in the video game world. It's uh, a really famous racetrack that has all these famous signatures on it from all these different racers, which are included in the racetrack as well. Oh, that's um, nice. What makes it special and at least a standout compared to the every other racing track that I've played, which is a lot. Because I, I, I don't talk about racing games as much on this podcast, but I've played a, a, a lot of them. And we I get, we get that feeling. Yeah, yeah. We totally. should just have an episode where you just talk about racing, racing games. Cause, like, I, love I racing. have not We can call it the racist The racist <laughs> And it's just Zach just talking. racist. <laughs> He's like, like oh, God, we would have to think of a different name for that one. We could have called it that one. It's a very different kind of episode. <laughs> Our listenership just drops. Yeah. Very divisive topic today. And, uh... What were we talking about? No burgering, of course. And uh, uh, yeah, so compared to the other maps, which also come from real life, ra- real life racetracks for the most part, and the, the games that I'm talking about are Project Gotham Racing and Forza mainly. I'm oh, sure there's yeah. other ones that incorporate the map that I've played, but I, I can't really think of. But I'll, I'll talk about I'll talk about it from Forza, and even though you could just as easily talk about it from Project Gotham Racing because it is the exact same track, like. I don't think it's like inch for inch the same by how they each did it. I, I actually, I bet Force is a little bit more accurate. I'm just gonna go on a limb, but I'm pretty sure Force is pretty much into the. They're like, a race. They're making scene. it like yeah, you know, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get down to a T. But what's interesting about it is it's super long. It's a really long racetrack that I can still to this day, if I got on there. In a racing game, not in real life. But if I got there in a Just racing on game, track. I played enough. Yeah, Zach, you played enough. Go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Calling You're like, me guys, out. guys, guys. I've, whoa, hit, whoa. I've hit the leaderboards. All right. Yeah, Sponsored like by LaCroix. <laughs> LaCroix. It is. If We've it, been corrected. Yeah. LaCroix. LaCroix. I, I will Enjoy never. LaCroix, I will never say it differently. Shh, it's Lacroix. We want them to sponsor us someday. Yes, we need them. Um, <laughs> I could. I feel as though if I got in there, I could remember ninety-five percent of the turns, and yeah. there is a shit ton of turns in that map, <laughs> and it goes on and on. Honestly, I mean, I'm, that, the reason I say I've been on that map so much, if I haven't been fucking around like trying to wreck people, it's me actually trying to get a good score. And in a decent car, not like a super class, but like an A or B class, I guess, or maybe uh, whatever's above that, I could do like an eight-minute run. I don't know, it's almost like a mile in real life for that's a person. Too, that's too many minutes. It is, I'm not <laughs> great. I'm not a fast runner in a mile, and I'm not a great racer. Wait, either. are you saying you run eight minutes, and you're just like, I mean, that's normal for a person? Uh, I don't know. What's a, what's a normal mile? I mean, I, Last I, time I, wrote, I timed myself running a mile was like fifth grade, so I don't know. Oh, okay, because I was like, if you're just like, that's the average, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> I run like 11 and a half oh, okay. to 12 minutes. Well, maybe mile. my Nürburgring track is more like that. But, anyway, but anyways, it is... Chock full of the most wonderful turns and the most wonderful stretches, and it makes for such a great competitive racetrack. If you are with six other racers that also know the track and aren't trying to fucking wreck you, like yeah. <laughs> half of them are anyways. But it has so many iconic points in it, and I can remember, I really can honestly remember, and it's also through the beautiful... I guess German f- forest somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't do my research for this. Is it in the Black Forest? <laughs> 
Like the iconic one? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it yeah, right now. Yeah, let's do that. Given a little Google, let's do a little Given us check. a Google. Um, but it is it's it's a oh, map. Oh, it is Formula One. Is it Formula One? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right, sounds kind of right. But it is a map that is the again coming back to comparing it with Lockout. Whenever all my buddies were on, we're like, hey, what map do you guys want to play? Nurburgring, Nurburgring. Every time, that's all we did, and we all tried to beat each other's scores. We all tried to beat each other in you know car to car. There were so many. Just fun things to do on that map, including games that people made up. There was a cat and mouse game from PGR that was one of the funnest times you could have in a video game. Tell online. me about that. That yeah, sounds yeah. really interesting. Mouse cats. That's now, cute. now I'm interested. City cats. It is. Can I capture these cats for Neko Kasumi? Perhaps I can collect them. Perhaps I can lure them to my backyard. Formula One kitty. <laughs> They, uh, I'm not going to remember the exact details of Danica Cat and Mouse. Danica Pertrick. God, what was it? <laughs> oh that God. was a hilarious pun. <laughs> Except for wrong racing. Star. Oh, no, she, drives, uh, she might do other racing than NASCAR. I oh, don't no, know. Oh, no, I think she only does NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? I don't, Cat and Mouse. It was a game that I think someone invented in Project Gotham, like us two. Yeah. And they actually implemented it in real time, or like not real time, but in the game actually, like the developers put it in for Project Gotham 3. Something like that, you know, like with zombies and Halo, it's similar idea. Yeah. And uh, you could basically, I think it was like a game of tag, essentially. There might have been one, or like eight mouse and one cat, and if the cat got the mouse, and there's two cats. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty okay, sure it's okay. like tag. Like uh, the infected mode like, from yeah, Halo like and stuff like that. Cars. Yeah. And God, it was fun. So much fun. They probably had like a little bit faster cars, so you had to be really maneuverable in your own vehicle. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it just had... The some of the best moments, it, and that's it, not like an official mode, right? That's just people that went, okay, this is what so we're what doing. I, well, I explained to Jarrett that was it was people like that were us doing this for PGR two, and then for PGR three, the uh, game developers actually put it in because oh, they okay, got a big okay, community okay. following. And the, and the map, what's cool is it starts with a straight shot. I mean, you get up to your top, almost your top speed right from the beginning. It's like a drag race at the beginning. Then you get to the turns, and then it ends with that same drag strip, just from a lot further back from the finish line. So you have these two final. Stretch. Right. And you have this crazy final stretch. And if you were having a really close match and you're going through the turns with everybody and by the greatness of God that you have not like flipped your car a billion times, you are getting into the final stretch and it is so exciting to have two, three, four cars that are like literally just inches. Neck and neck. Neck and neck. And you just don't get that same sense from a lot of the other maps because a lot of them end on turns. A lot of them are a lot smaller. And this is like, we have just spent 10 minutes (laughs) battling it out on this crazy long, too long of a track. There is no way I'm going to lose now. You you have this adrenaline rush and it is so much fun to come into that last stretch. And again, if everyone's playing fair, which they're not, (laughs) you will have a great ending to one of the best maps and real life tracks of all time. Nice. Yeah, so I had to, I, you know, my number one could have been my number three. I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's just an iconic racing. If I think of the racing world in video games, that is the track that I think of. Is it the facing worlds of racing? It is the nice. facing worlds of racing. I think you meant to say lockout, but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you're mistaken, my good sir. <laughs> no, my good sir. I believe you're mistaken. So, moving on then to my number one. This one is, I actually like it a whole lot for the sa- similar reasons that I like Beaver Creek. And this one is from Call of Duty 4. It is Shipment. And so Shipment. I'm going to look it up. Oh, Shipment. Shipment. Let me (laughs) pull up this picture here so I can actually use it as a reference. There's some great maps in Pikmin. So basically what it is is it's a a very – it's a square map. Very, very small. Has a couple car, old junky cars in it, but the main feature of it are these huge metal shipping crates like what Mm -hmm. you would see on big storage boats and things like that. 
like shipping boats and stuff like that. Yeah, it kind of kind of looks like that. Kind of yeah. looks like a paintball field. And so there are four uh, clusters of these shipping crates in the very middle, and they have paths going through them, forming a cross. Mm-hmm. And then on either on each of the walls, the four walls of the square, there are a couple of other crates there that have you can either go into and like camp out in the end, or they're like you can run through them all mm-hmm. the way. And the reason why this one is similar how Beaver Creek in Halo 2 was the map that me and my friends always played. Mm-hmm. This was the map we always right, played when right. we played Call of Duty 4. And because, same thing, playing it one-on-one, uh, you know, two, you know, four, free-for-all in there, or even when you were playing it online against people you didn't know, you know, as the two, you know, I can't remember how many people are on each team in, in, in that one. Five? Probably five or six on each yeah, team. five or six. Uh, four right. to six on there. And, and just, it always had a good... Always had a good battle, of course. If like, and it would be ridiculous what people would try. Some people would just run around and be snipers because I play this one on my map. That seems crazy, but like sniper people in just no scoping, uh, yeah, no scoping, just like snap, snap scoping and stuff like that, just, just popping your flashy just, punks, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, just that seems show, like something just you would do like, in Halo. In and Halo. every once in a while, you get the dude who's just running around with his, with his knife, and you, you know, just having and just melee combat only. <laughs> and so it just always provided these engaging experiences for while playing, and it just all and especially and it was always fun to do fun variations like you could always do like one thing that we would like to do a lot was like pistols pistols mm-hmm. and knives so in this one too you would have this habit where you know you got it and you got your pistol and it's resting on your arm right. that's holding the knife that's pointing uh-huh. so you can always that's just do enough. a quick quick jab yeah to do, and all that stuff special forces style <laughs> you, know. you know as you do as, as one does as one does and but you know and then you could even turn it on the hardcore setting where one shot kills so it just made it oh, a lot that, more then, fin- then you're like playing paintball you know uh, that sounds fun yeah i like that it was very fast paced because you couldn't really camp i mean you could but you could maybe kill like one person and then everybody else is like oh hey he's hiding behind here and then they come in and just murder mm-hmm. you throw a grenade or something like that and that was the other thing about it you could stand in one corner because of how small it was you could just like toss grenades up in the air mm-hmm. <laughs> and then especially whenever people started getting score streaks in Call of Duty, you know, because oh, it was got, the, like, the UAV coming in. Uh, bomb bombing yeah, runs and then the, bomb. This the, is fair. Yeah, and then the the worst was when somebody was like helicopter inbound. And you're just like, well, fuck it. Yeah, well, jeez. <laughs> because Let's turn our attention to that thing. Because the helicopters in Call of Duty were ridiculously yeah, powerful. For that map, man. You got oh man, go. there was nowhere to hide yeah. because even if it saw you run into the <laughs> saw you run into one of the shipping crates to hide, it could still shoot through and right. and really and get you. Like, it's like uh, you just had to wait it out or shoot it down as fast as possible, totally. which then adds this other thing. You're trying to shoot down this helicopter right. while and everyone else all is the other team is running around shooting you I in the face. You might <laughs> know we're going to mention the only map that I really sticks out in my head from Call of Duty. I don't know which one it's from, but it's the two houses with the school bus in the middle. Oh, Nuketown. <laughs> Nuketown. That was yeah, that was a possibility. That's a great one. If I wanted I to, love I was going to talk about Newtown if I decided not to do, or if I wanted to do like multiple Call of Duty maps. But okay. I decided to. I, I like Nuketown. Nuketown I, I, is I, a solid map for the same reasons. For the exact same reasons. It's small, very small. Two two side like two side. <laughs> two houses <laughs> going stuff. Your thing is like bumping on that. Oh, like, waka waka. Yeah, making lots of noise. <laughs> Get it together. Making lots of noise. I move a lot when I talk. No, it's just your you like the hard Jared, plastic of this thing geez, is like clicking right on your thing. It. And I just I just want to have good quality for everyone who listens. <laughs> it's my first time. But um <laughs> but no, it just it, and then especially and this is it was completely over the top, completely made no sense why anyone even want to play this way, but yet we did. Because the difference, you know, of playing online uh, PC versus console is server sizes. You could have much bigger servers yeah, true, true. on multiplayer. And so people would play this, and I could probably still log on, and there'd probably be at least one or two <laughs> servers that are still going. Because I do check periodically multiplayer <laughs> of Call of Duty, and it is still active. 
<laughs> normally modded to shit. And no, people I'm sure are, it's just insanity. Oh, it's ridiculous. Because people have like bots, like headshot autobots, and yeah. they're just like, Jeez. it's ridiculous. That's it's, what happened in Halo 2. Everyone yeah. modded Halo 2, and people had like wraiths like flying uh, around. Yeah. I was like, that's honestly why I can't. Like, who even takes the time? That's why I like console, because that doesn't happen near as much. Oh, as you're losing listeners, mm-hmm. Jared. I don't, I don't know. About I don't that. care. That's what you're whispering. It's all. They'll just <laughs> pass over it. But. Um, so they would set up ridiculous server sizes, 60 person servers. Yeah, it's too much. Playing in, oh, it was madness, it's but there was, so, it was so mad and so much mayhem that it was still, that, that was even fun. I'm sure it was Like close. you would spawn and then just immediately die. So it was this, con- it was this thing <laughs> of fun. spawning and then just running and <laughs> just is what I wanted. firing blindly. Most people in that case are rolling with a semi-auto, with a, yeah, with a, like a semi-automatic, uh, oh, submachine gun, sorry, submachine gun or a, like a. Like a, a heavy machine gun and just like constant just firing, throwing grenades. Like there was no, I mean, there were people who were still good at it and there was still the winner, you know, of those maps of the, because it was normally like sometimes it'd be free for all, other times it'd be team and you're just shooting. You didn't care who you're shooting at and it just bombs going off constantly. Yeah. There'd be like five grenade indicators that they were like in your general vicinity and you're like, well, shit. There's no <laughs> real winner. In these no no, no real winner in war. <laughs> And it just, it was ridiculous, but it was still so much fun. And then even then those would have ridiculous time limits on it because of how many people there were and how long, how high the score limit was set. So you'd be playing for like 20 minutes at just this madhouse. It was fun. It was fun. Thinking about those abilities, I totally forgot the Call of Duty. You could call in, you could like save them up and get, call in like the helicopter, the carpet. You can still do that in all the other ones, but now they have, they have a huge list of, of specials that you can call in. Golly. But yeah, in Modern Warfare, it was those, those three. You would get UAVs. You would see where your people are on the map. Mm-hmm. You would get the, the airstrike, which is a carpet bomb, and uh, then the helicopter. Helicopter was the best? Helicopter was the best. You had to get they like had no six... nuclear bomb? No, you're thinking of... Because <laughs> that's the best. It might have been in Halo... Uh, not Halo. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 and 3. I don't remember it in Modern Warfare. But if there was like an absolute blowout... Oh, no, no, no. If you got like a 30 kill streak, that's what it was. Yeah. You could call in a nuke, and it just everyone. It killed everyone, but your team won. <laughs> there you go. It, it, but it's not it, how it works in real life. It people. Absolutely, <laughs> it would absolutely win. have like a, a countdown timer, and it's just like nuclear strike called in. Yeah, I like, feel like I remember it. that. Yeah, it's like where do I go? <laughs> you can't nowhere. Go. There's no, nowhere to hide. You can't go anywhere. It's true. And so it was just ridiculous. All kinds of things everywhere and it made for very fun gameplay my favorite was one of my to use in that round in that map was one of my favorite weapons that i mentioned I remember, our favorite I weapons episode the p90 p90x not the p90x p90 it's working out in the middle of the uh <laughs> just the map doing some weights <laughs> do you lift bro oh, no he's got the p90x <laughs> all right he's, got, he's coming out he's gonna be muscles. so buff <laughs> he's gonna be so buff in like two to three weeks we got give him time give him time he's investing in his future <laughs> holy shit <laughs> The best weapon. <laughs> but no, shipment from Call of Duty, which I'm very pleased is coming back in the remaster of Call of Duty <gasps> Modern Warfare 4. They even, they even, uh, you know how Halo will like update it for, ha- update some old maps for newer, mm-hmm. for new games yeah, and yeah. stuff. Call of Duty does that too. Totally. And they came out with a slightly different version of it in Advanced Warfare, I want to say. Hmm. But it had a, a couple more like back passages and stuff added in. And so it didn't, ha- it was still a fun one to play, but didn't have quite the same feel as the original Never does. shipment. Never does. So the I'm very excited to get my hands on it again and be able to play it again mm-hmm. when, it come, when the remastered version comes out. But, Mogan, it's time for you to bring us home. We probably should have ended on yours because yours is a lot more relatable. 
Mine is, of course, about Splatoon. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, of course we got to have people, people out there who, listen to, yeah, who play Splatoon. It's just, Splatoon. You just don't get it. God. But no, you don't get it. Clearly. Clearly. How dare you? <laughs> you bite your tongue. Yeah. Heated, heated opinions over here. But no, I like to have somebody else close than me, so it's not like, and that was my number one. And thanks, everybody, for listening. It's a nice transition. All right. First of all, I've had such a hard time deciding because Splatoon does have so many really great maps. And so a long time ago, you may have heard me, I think I said that they were doing an update with new weapons that was going to be the very last free update per Nintendo. They totally lied. They just released a shit ton of new updates with like, like new that. gear, new weapons for like nothing. That. Just for nothing. That's the way and it's, it's supposed like, to be done. And it's like, this is the way it should be done. Yes. So I've been having a free-for-all in the Splatfest. Look at all these new weapons. Look at all this new gear. This is great. <laughs> but as far as maps go, there's probably 10 to 15. I actually don't know exactly how many there are, but there's it's probably good number of only maps. Yeah, 10 solid. to 15. Are there 10 to 15 good maps? No. Better question. So my f- <sighs> least favorite maps are probably Camp Triggerfish. <laughs> there's yeah they're, they're all uh, nautical fish. themed so they're all named after like fish yeah because you're squids you're little inklings so there's game. Camp Triggerfish there's Hammerhead Bridge there's Moray Towers oh I hate oh, Moray, Moray Towers it's got a nice ring to it oh, it does I hate I like Moray. It. it's the most vertical one ah. like it's very it's really actually very cool you start out on these extremely high towers and then you have zigzagging roads down to oh, a central cool. lower cool. platform I like that it's a sniper's paradise, of course. Yeah. So I'm like, no more A-Towers because I suck at the Splatoon snipers. They're actually called like chargers. They don't call them snipers. It's a kid-friendly game. Yes. But so I hate more A-Towers, hate a lot of the maps. Oh, I really hate Piranha Pit. Mm. I hate the Piranha Pit, which makes it into every Splatfest. Every single fucking time. Just, just and it makes me cracks. so mad. Like, one of my tweets from the Splatfest was Piranha Pit again, and everyone was like, oh my god, I feel ya. Hey, Piranha Pit. <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> so, but some of the really good ones, and so what the bad ones do very poorly that I hate, especially Hammerhead Bridge, they are designed in such a way that they are linear enough and flat enough and have few enough back roads that you can spawn point camp to no uh, end. Oh, that sucks. And I, I fix that. Like, the Splatoon gaming community as a whole, since we don't have voice chat, is typically very, like, chummy. Like, if somebody kills you, <laughs> but they, it was a really good... <laughs> Fish food reference. <laughs> yeah, well done. Really well done. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Typically very uh, chummy, if you will. (laughs) Oh, fish humor. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, But so it's typically very like good natured. Like if you lose, it's all like it's all in good fun. Right. But spawn point campers are infuriating. Mm. And I'm assuming it's not like you spawn from the same place and you leave like in Overwatch. It's not it's not where like in Call of Duty or Halo where it's randomized on each stage. So they actually call them stages. You each team has a defined spawn point. Every time you die, you go. Go back to the same point. And it's, is it so, a safe area? Now, the, your actual spawn point is really just this little circular pad. Uh-huh. And it actually is a safe area. So if you stay on the pad, weapons can't get through okay. you. Nothing can kill you. There's like a little force field around it. But right. it's very small. All four of your teammates can barely all fit on the pad at the start of the game. 
So when spawn point campers have you locked in and it's any any mode, it can be Rainmaker, it can be Turf War, it can be, uh, what's that other one, Tower Control. If they've got you pinned down at your spawn point, you have no chance. That's And sucks. it makes the matches so unfun. Yeah. Like, that's not no, a totally. fun that's a In any game. That's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I make it to the enemy's spawn point, I, like, splatter their area with paint, and I'm like, hey, hey, I was here, and then I leave, because that's not the fun right. way to that's play. That's sportsmanship. That's yes. sportsmanship. Yes. But with and a little so, bit of an F you in there. Well, yeah, it's just like, yeah. Marking territory. And then I'll go just to a barely acceptable distance and be like, okay, now I've got you, you chumps. <laughs> this, this is the line that I just made this up. This is the line that I've decided not to cross. Do not cross it. <laughs> so a lot of the maps are designed in such a way that it's very, very easy to do that. And so I hate them. I think that the two maps that combat this the best, so honorable mention for Kelp Dome. It's the most normal map, I would say. It's basically just a square. Like, it's just a square, and there are some grates that overstretch it, like, kind of on an overhead, so you can shoot through the grates and get people, and it's great. But it's the most normal one. It's open to virtually every type of weapon class, which makes it really fun, because everybody's always coming to Kelp Dome with different stuff. Yeah. Like, whatever their main weapon is, you can bring it to the Kelp Dome, and you're going to have a fairly good strategic strategy no matter what. And then the one that I actually prefer the most is called Flounder Heights. So Flounder Heights is actually an apartment complex. Oh. Regular <laughs> Inklings live there, and they're like, if you guys could stop having battles yeah, where we live, that'd be we just, live here. that would be just super. And all <laughs> what is this horror? Is ridiculous. What is this horror? Oh, there it so, is. Oh, they, they used oh, okay. this map in like the demonstration they I always did. saw. So Flounder Heights, wow, I can almost, Flounder Heights almost never shows up that. for me. I can never get Arowana Mall, which is another really great one, and I can never get Flounder Heights. Sounds like Marijuana Mall. And f- <laughs> it's Arowana. It's a type of fish. <laughs> friendly. My good sir. Still sounds it's actually like the Arowana is a fish you can catch in um, Animal Crossing. Oh. <laughs> Very fun. little crossover. But Flounder Heights is designed in such a way that there's no chance that you can spawn camp the other team because your spawn point is actually on a little raised platform. And the minute you leave the spawn point, you're down on the ground. So they, they, they can't do it because, A, you're down on a level. And then if you go one more level down into, like, this square sort of sand lot, that's as far as the enemy can get. There's no ability for them to get any higher than that. So they can get into, like, this little tiny square arena right in front of your spawn point, which is really just bad for them. They do not want to be contained in this area right here that I'm pointing at. So that's your sandlot. Okay. For the podcast. So you go down. Yeah. So everybody Again, can we're see posting this. pictures of this. Into <laughs> the everybody Facebook can group. see Flounder uh, Heights. Are they so. not? I'm sorry. This is a little off track. Are they not squids? I thought they were squids. Yeah, they're squids. They're they don't look like squids. They look like people. No, no you go like into a... squid mode. No, you oh, dummy. you go into squid. It's like it's like animals. You're, you're a squid. You're a kid. You're a squid now. Come on. Okay. It's in the song. Damn it. So you start. Oh, can't you even see the little squid icon? I can see the squid yeah, icon. Yeah, that's your little squid. The squidicon. Right. So that's squidicon. when. Yeah, squidcon. <laughs> so that's when you're in squid mode. So what you can see from this map is actually that Flounder Heights from Spawn Point has three distinct routes that you can go immediately away from your spawn point. Mm-hmm. So there's literally oh, no options. chance that you can ever get pinned. You are always going right. to have a route out because it's only ever four v four, and there's just no way that they're going to be able to keep you in there. And then once you get to the central platform, so there's this little platform right in the very middle that has kind of two levels to it. There's the upper level, which is kind of a bridge that crosses the entire thing. You can get up the bridge a number of ways. There's a ton of options for how you actually traverse the level. And then right below the bridge is, I think, what people call the central lobby, which is like right under this bridge that has a grate. So you can shoot through it, and you can also shoot from below to shoot through it. 
So in the huh. central area, is it's absolute chaos. It's a bottleneck. It's extremely contained. If you face off against someone else right at that point, really your only chance is if your weapon is faster or stronger than theirs. Because pretty much the minute you start shooting at each other, one of you is going to die just a little bit faster than the other person. So once you are through the lobby or over the bridge, you're into the enemy's territory, and it's there's this really long stretch that kind of does the entire horizontal of the stage, if I'm thinking of it correctly, where you can do my favorite thing, which is to bomb rush. This is not this is not the kind of (laughs) stage that's good for all types of weapons. Rollers don't work very well here, the brushes are okay. Sloshers are all right, but like regular shooters, and specifically if you have the bomb rush special ability, you can just wreak havoc on them. Because when you get up onto the bridge and then hit your special for bomb rush, you, you're you high enough up and you have enough range that you can just rain justice from above. <laughs> uh, yes. Style. Finally, it's something like, I understand. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And it's fantastic. And if you have special duration up where it means that your bomb rush lasts longer, you can just devastate them mm, in nice. no time mm. and that's their territory and then they get out of their spawn point and they're like you sons of bitches <laughs> look at all of our perfectly nice yard that you have destroyed <laughs> yes, here at our apartment complex <laughs> again why so just the pure joy of this map is there's really no way that you can play it in an unsportsman way there's plenty of room to go bomb rush crazy. And there are so many back roads that you can very easily get around where no one will see you. They might realize later from your paint trail that they're like, oh, fuck, they're over in our yard. But they're not going to see you go over. And it's just a blast, a literal blast of paint. Nice. Well done. Flounder Heights. Number one. Fried calamari all over the place. (laughs) Sizzling. They actually just explode. (laughs) They took some food. Yeah. I'm pretty hungry. We could go eat. We could go eat. (laughs) What if we ordered fried calamari after talking about Splatoon? (laughs) (laughs) And then we can post it to the Facebook. Yeah. Tweet pictures of eating our squids. Splatoon. Actually, the real spirit of Splatoon would be octopus, because the octolings are the uh, arch nemeses oh, of the inklings. My God. So if we could eat some of those, the inklings would be very pleased with us. Okay. Nice, nice. Well, that wraps up our list of, our, of some of our favorite multiplayer maps. As always, we would always like to know what are your, top your lists of favorite multiplayer maps, so please let us know on either our Facebook, or Twitter, or email where you can also ask us questions comments and things of that nature please somebody else play splatoon with me <laughs> just somebody what, read just, between the lines of what logan's please, saying <laughs> this is a desperate, somebody help a desperate me. join me in join. glorious battle i swear i'm good i'm good <laughs> i believe Logan's good. i believe you're good <laughs> i've never I questioned suck it overwatch but i'm good at splatoon you're, you, you will get better with in, uh, splatoon you'll you get like. better with the splash o yes that's it that's it that's it you're all for noobs. Sorry, right. <laughs> Shut up. <I'm> <laughs> that's the that's the wait, what's it called? The Splattershot Junior. That one's for <laughs> that's you. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> that's the new one. <laughs> Weenie Hunt Junior. Nice. Very nice, very nice. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gerald Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Moe. Peace out. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Later. See y'all next time. <laughs>